Moncrief on News Talk. To your text now. When you imagine the Swiss Alps, uh, an image that likely comes to mind is the bucolic picture of dairy herds carrying the iconic sounds of a cowbell. But now the tinkling of these bells is causing uproar as residents of a particular town have called for them to be restricted due to noise pollution. Imogen Folks, the BBC journalist based in Geneva, has the story. She joins us now. Uh, good afternoon, Imogen. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So, so tell me, where do we start? Is the town itself a, a, a beautiful little um, village in the Swiss Alps? It's not quite in the Alps, so you can certainly see them. You can see the mountains from many parts of Switzerland. It's a lovely little traditional farming village, dairy farming village, um, in the kind of more on the, the plains, very strategically situated between Bern, Zurich and Basel. So it's a kind of easy hour commute um, to each of them, economic centres, big cities. It's only got 4,700 people, used to have less, traditional farmhouses, medieval castle. But because it's in that place where it's easy to get to the cities, there are also new builds. And this is where the problem started, that people who have pressured city jobs, oh, you know, I'm going to get myself a house in one of these lovely villages. Um, Oh, no, there's cows outside my bedroom window, day and night, dinging away. And those cowbells, charming though they sound from a distance, can be quite noisy close up. Well, unless you get used to them by spending your entire life there, uh, which is the only solution I can see. But if you're a blow-in, let's let's call them what they are, um, and you hear the cowbells, um, it's not good. No, it's not. And this this degenerated, deteriorated quite quickly into a, a village spat. I mean, you know how villages can be. It's harder to stay anonymous in a village. So they did complain, two families apparently. Um, They complained to the village council. There's also a federal law in Switzerland about noise levels, which if somebody complains requires the police to come and measure the decibel level. So they turned up at this farm to measure the sound of the cowbells. That has not been entirely resolved. But in the meantime, there's been a massive row within this village with the long-term residents getting together, launching a petition. Basically, they say um, this is an attack on our lived culture, tradition and identity, and we want it protected. So they are moving from that um, angle to say cowbells will be with us forever. 24 hours a day, right? which is probably not what the two families who complained wanted to no. hear on top of the bells. And it's kind of been adopted for a broader purpose as well, isn't it? Because there, there are now people kind of uh, getting on board who are saying it's it almost it's tied in what it means to be Swiss. Well, I think, yeah, there is a kind of, it's the kind of identity sound. I mean, not everybody's going to take it really, really seriously. But if you've ever been to a football international where Switzerland is playing, you will see their fans with the red and white flags on, painted on their cheeks and they'll be carrying cowbells. And if you have seen them, you'll have heard them and they are noisy. If you arrive back in Zurich from a flight abroad, what you hear and see first is, you know, little videos of mountains and cows and you hear the cowbells. It's like, welcome home, guys. You know, why did you leave us? So there is, um, people do attach importance to it. But having said that, there are Swiss villages who have already agreed that they will remove uh, the cowbells at night. 
because it is deemed to be too too noisy for the local residents. There are others who have given up on bells altogether because the, the original practical reason for them, which is to keep track of your cows when they're way up in the Alps, isn't there anymore because the cows are all electronically chipped. So it's, it's a tradition that, you know, I mean, every country has their own traditions. And with all of the kind of, you know, people complain about what they call globalization and stuff, there is a lot there are a lot of people who do want to keep on with the things they remember from their childhood even though there's no logical or practical reason for them anymore they're just nice yes. and i think that's what people think about about the cowbells or a yes. lot of people we have a lot of things in Ireland that we keep going on with even though they don't really mean an awful lot these days but we're we're happy with them they're kind of part of what we are but the, the cowbells are, they're fairly charming though. And yes, there are microchips and, and we know where the cows are these days, but it's a lovely thing, isn't it? Well, it is. But I mean, what I would I would say to you is, I mean, I live in, in the Swiss capital, actually. I work very often in Geneva, but I live in Bayern. It's not a particularly big town. So if you live on the outskirts, which I did for a while, um, you you may have farms close to you. And our apartment did have a farm next to it. Now, the farmer had his cows in the stall overnight. But when he let them out after milking very early in the morning, half five, six o'clock, if they charged towards my bedroom window, I could hear them. And they did sometimes wake me up. And usually it didn't bother me. But sometimes if it's a Saturday, Sunday morning, and I'd had a really busy week, I said, oh, no, you know, do I really need these things outside my window? I would prefer to sleep. So it is understandable. But what I would say is some of these bells, frankly, are very loud. The way you hear them close up is not the way you hear them if you're a tourist sitting yeah. in a, a nice little alpine yeah. valley. It's yeah. not like that. They can I, be very, very loud. I can kind of see that. But what's the state of play at the moment? Because I, I get the impression the kind of, you know, the upsurge in support for the cowbells was a bit overwhelming, really. I think it certainly um, surprised both the village mayor, who I talked to just yesterday. He said he couldn't believe it, that when they launched this petition, they got over a thousand signatures in just a few days. When you think the people who are entitled, it would be the voting adults of the village. Um, It's more than a third of the entire voting adults who signed it. So now what's going to happen, and this is again, like the Cowbells, a really big Swiss tradition. Um, They are going to, the petition means they have to have a meeting of the village council where all the villagers can be there and the village council has to come up with a proposal for a law that regulates the use of cowbells. The hope of the supporters of the bells, it will regulate them to not regulate them at all, if you like. And from there, next year, they're going to have a village-wide referendum because that's how things are done here. You know, decisions get voted on. So that's going to be kind of, <laughs> kind of interesting. A village-wide referendum on cowbells. Yep. Holy yes. yeah, yeah. moly. I mean, where I live, because I in, in the intervening years, I also have Swiss nationality. We vote at a national level. We vote at a kind of county level. But we also vote at a city and town level on specific issues. We were Where I live, we were voting quite, quite recently on whether to build a new 50-metre swimming pool for... Um, for the city of Bern, which is is now just opened. We've been waiting ages for it. Um, But everybody had a vote. 
All right. Which is one of the reasons uh, it takes a, thing, a while sometimes to get yeah, things done I, I'd in say, Switzerland. I'd say it'll be the children of these cows who eventually will find out what's going on. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> That's things. right. Probably. Yes. Probably, uh, yeah. And by the way, the, the two people who made the complaints, they've kind of... <laughs> They've gone quiet. They've left town. They've they've gone as quiet as they wish the cowbells were. One has apparently withdrawn their complaint and the other one has apparently uh, already moved. And I think this is perhaps the the sign that this, this row was not as polite and consensus-seeking as a lot of political discussions in Switzerland are or or are supposed to be. Um, I will quote you somebody I talked to from the Pro-Bell committee yesterday who said, you know, basically, we don't want these blow-ins. They don't understand what rural life is. And if they don't like it, they should just move somewhere else. And I would say that is that is a sign that this this discussion turned not as, as as nice and consensual as as things often are here because right, so um, yeah. obviously these people were made to feel that they weren't very it sounds as if they're made to feel that they weren't very welcome no and um my word the, the majority is really going to get their way and is making sure they get yeah. their way you know the way with referendums uh, that you can often be, be you know it, it seems you're voting on one thing but you're actually voting on something completely different um that could go that way for the old cowbell <laughs> referendum next year, it, couldn't it, it? It, it? could, although it's a traditional farming community. I, I, my hunters—they're going to stick. They're going to stick with, uh, with, with their bells. But in other communities, it could be very different. Like I said, some communities have have agreed among themselves to to stop the bells or at least stop them at night. Rob, stopping them at night doesn't seem like a, a big thing to do, a, a small gesture towards those trying to no, sleep. No, but it's know? identity politics. Yeah, I know. Everybody I know. has it. It's it's the, the symbolism of having to compromise at all on something that some people maintain as an integral part of their Swiss identity. Yeah. It's kind of ironic in a country which has four different national languages and yeah. has worked very hard to keep itself together over the decades and Absolutely. centuries. But uh, uh, if you can't find are. common ground over the cowbells, where can you find common ground? We have to ask ourselves. Uh, Image, it's a great story. And uh, thank you very much for joining us today and telling us all about it. Um, beautiful stuff. And uh, great reaction to it too on, on, the, uh, on the text. I'm going to take a look at that in a minute. But I'll be talking to you more. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.